Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. And it's a very, very special episode today. If not for any other reason, then Jared is um, at his home instead of being in the closet at Audrey's. It's not the closet. It's the office. It just looks like a closet. I got to clean it up. I got to organize. Well, wherever it is, we're happy to have you back in a safe space where you're not going to be distracted with things like work or coffee or pastries. Now, Speaking the- of coffee, actually, oh, actually, yeah. I just brewed a cup. Can you make me? Can you? Yeah, I just brewed. You want to make me a cup? Oh, you're so lovely. Sorry. I actually just came from the coffee shop. I've been running around. Dude, I feel like I've been drowning the past two weeks and just trying to keep my head above water. It's I mean, I've never felt more alive, if that matters. Thank you. <laughs> Love you. Um, well, that's good. Um, how has the first two weeks been? Busy. So busy. It's been great, though. Like, I feel so lucky that we've been so busy, but bro, it's been busy. Like, yeah. All day. Every I think day. it's better. It's, like you said, it's better to be busy than not to be busy enough, right? Um, totally. Has it, uh, has it met expectations? Has it exceeded expectations? Where are we at on the expectation scale? Uh, I think for business purposes, in terms of uh, volume, it's exceeded my expectations. I thought we were going to be busy, but I didn't think we were going to be this busy consistently. Like, I thought. You know, oh, yeah, Saturday will be busy, Sunday will be all right, Monday, Tuesday probably dead, and we'll start getting into a rhythm of things. People will know we're open every day, every day, every day. But that's great. I can't complain about it. What I can complain about, though, is like I am there 16 hours a day at least, all day, every day. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. What is it? Is it is the um is it like Bachelor fans coming or is it uh, coffee snobs or is it – um, First tourists. of all, there's, there's no snobs, okay? Those are my customers. They're not snobs. They're wonderful human beings who attend great coffee shops. That's what they okay. do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so the coffee snobs, yeah, they suck. But uh, you know, I, I'm losing my mind. A lot of Bachelor fans 
come in, take pictures. They're so sweet. They give us gifts. They've given us baby gifts. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for them because I could tell that they're excited to meet me, but they really want to meet Ashley. Yeah. So it's like always like, oh, that's cool. Jared's here, but where's Ashley? And like, oh, well, she's home. And they're like, oh, well, I guess we'll take a picture with you. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's cool. And then we take a picture and then I go back to sweeping the floor. <laughs> but it's fun. It's good. I love the hospitality industry. I just wish it's just hard, right? Because we are a brand new business. So like the first couple of weeks, first like couple months, really, we're just getting into the rhythm of things with ordering and staffing and, and, you know, consistency and menu options and things of that nature. But because of how many people are there constantly, it's like, we all, we just have to hit the ground running and that's difficult. That's hard, but we're doing it. We're grinding. I feel like that's a day in the life of every bachelor couple is uh, you'll get approached and they'll, they'll, I guess they'll talk to the guy first because maybe for whatever reason they feel more comfortable talking to them. And then when it really gets down to the nitty gritty, all they ever say is, um, can I get a picture with your girlfriend or your wife every single time? Oh it's, yeah. It's funny too. Cause once you learn to, uh, to expect that, you know, they like, they'll like create a little chit chat, small talk. And then eventually I'm just like, you want a picture with Kaylin, don't you? And they're like, yeah, thank you so much. It's funny. It's, um, it's, you know, it's not a bad way to live. I suppose it's always nice, uh, to see the smile that it puts on both Kaylin's face and, uh, I'm sure Ashley's face. When Ashley and I first got together, cause we got engaged down in obviously paradise and we were with Tanner and Jay. And I remember Tanner was like, get used to be second fiddle, buddy. Like get, get used to just everyone liking her more. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. But like I said, it's okay. I'm always happy to take a back seat. Um, there was something I wanted to say or ask, I guess, but I didn't get the chance to. Um, Why are you thinking about it? I have something. I have a bone to pick with, uh, so not with you, with another gentleman on this podcast who asked me not to call him out on air. Yeah. But you know what? Well, let, let me. Oh, let he me just paint. popped up on my screen. I'm going to call him out on air. Let me let me paint the picture because I was paint here the for picture. It. So, paint away, Picasso. So last week, while Jared was uh, so tentatively tending to his garden, a la the coffee shop, uh, there was a lot of discussion uh, both about him, um, around him. Yeah, but BTS. You know, it was a very very interesting podcast. So if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to that podcast. But there was a pretty substantial section of that podcast that's been omitted by our incredible producer slash sound engineer, Easton Allen. Um, and the reason it was omitted, which is it just became news to me as well at the top of this episode, is because he was talking a lot of crap about Jared and he felt a little too guilty about talking crap behind his back. But in reality, it wasn't really crap that he was talking. He was simply saying he was rewatching Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette and it was his first time seeing Jared in that light of... You know, going on a date, walking across a bridge, looking out and talking about how great their lives could be together. Um, so Easton or Jared, I guess, if you guys want to chime in and, and squash this beef, because it has been there has been a lot of tension between the two of you since we got on this podcast. My beef is with the fact that Easton don't have bro. You can make fun of me anytime. It makes better content. OK, I'm all for creating better content for our listeners. So you roast away. I was going to bring it up to you when we did the show last week and then you disappeared, but I still wanted to talk about it. And then I went through this roller coaster of emotions after the show wrapped. I was like, Oh man, I know it was just good fun, but like I felt bad cause Jared wasn't there. Uh, and, and then I'm like, I'll, I'll just take it out. No one will ever know. Dean and Jared aren't going to listen to this. <laughs> I'll be, it'll be the perfect crime. And then I stepped, I, I felt guilty about that. So I'm like, I got to tell him that I took it out. <laughs> but 
I'll say it again. I'll just say it here. Uh, Ashley was giving a tour of Audrey's on Instagram, and I saw the really cool wall with like the um, uh, newspapers from like Superman and Titanic yeah. and stuff. Yep, 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 yep. I was getting really bumped on that, and then I, uh, I, I googled you or something just because I was, you know, I was just laying in bed thinking about you, and uh, I realized Obviously. I had never seen your season of The Bachelorette like when you were first on. So I started just watching this YouTube clip, and it was this one where. You're in Ireland, and Caitlin picked Caitlin Bristow picked you to ride in a car with her, and the other guys Damn had to straight. ride. The other guys had to ride in a bus, and it was just I'm just so used to seeing you and Ashley. Like that's the version of you that I know. Like mm-hmm. when I first met you, you were single, and then you've been with Ashley the whole time. So it's so weird to see you. <laughs> the part that really got me is you're driving with Caitlin. Caitlin's driving. You're in the car, and uh, you say something like, um, "Wow, this is such a beautiful place, but it's so much better being here with you," or something like that. That's that's just natural suave right there. That is natural charisma, charm. That's what they call it, my friend. It's just a trip to see you on like I don't know, it's 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 funny because to me you exist both of you guys exist outside of the world of the bachelor, like for real. You're just you're dudes to me. Uh and it's such a weird thing to go back and watch that and be like, "Oh, this is how like the rest of the world got to know you doing this kind of stuff." I know. That is weird. Dude, I, if I went back and watched right now, I must, like, I would love to see myself trying to be flirty with people, you know? Like, right. oh my God. I wonder, Ash, was I cringy when trying to flirt with people? I think now it would be cringy. Dude, now it would be so cringy. I'll answer that for her. Yeah, I'm waiting for Dean to, yeah, there's, so bad. There's no question you're cringy. Um, I think that's half my charm, though. You know, like yeah. Dean is just naturally good looking and charming. Mm. Like you already like Dean has an aura about me like me. I'm like I'm like tickle me Elmo, you know, right where it's like I'm going to bring the smile. and I'm going to make you feel warm and comfortable. I'm the warm blanket. Easton, what childhood game um, or toy would you consider yourself as when it comes to flirting? Uh, I'd say um, a Furby. You know, because like I, I talk at inopportune times and I'm weird and yeah, yeah. And you just stare. You never I just, blink. I just yeah, I just stare and uh, you know, I'll I'll be gone, but not really out of your thoughts. That kind of yeah. thing. You linger. Yeah, that's interesting. I, it, Caitlin and I were talking about it the other day too. Uh, randomly, we were like, God, it would really suck to have to go back and like date again. Like imagine just going back and being in the dating pool again. It would be the one of the most uh, miserable experiences of all time. And I'm saying that. I'm I'm the least uh, I've got the least footing here between the three of us. Jared is obviously married, been with Ashley for like four years now. Easton, you've been with Allison for what twenty five years. So uh, my two and a half year relationship doesn't really seem to even stack up to those ones. But even that, we're like, dude, being back in the dating pool would be. It would just be like having to flirt again and having to like you know oh God. be Forget on it, again. I guess it just sounds so miserable and and challenging. I feel bad. Anybody who's listening who's like been through a divorce and has to go back into the dating pool. Oh, God, indeed. Those poor, poor souls. My heart goes out to every single one of you. <laughs> right. Not to not to say there's no hope. Uh, yeah. It just it seems like a, a large mountain to climb. Not that it's not uh, not unclimbable, but it just does seem a little challenging. What toy would Dean be? What childhood toy would Dean be? I think Dean, for some reason, you remind me of a Care Bear, hmm. like the blue yes. one. About the ones that you would write on. Write on? What teddy bears would you write on? Like 
Anybody remember marker teddy bears? Kind of, and you'd wash them and the marker would come out? I don't know, the blue is the most boyish. That's why I said blue. But for some reason, Dean, you remind me of a Care Bear. Blue Care Bear is the one with the moon and the star on its chest, I think. Um, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I think that should be your next tattoo. That's just um, me. He'd be like We're, a brown uh, Care Bear with hot Cheetos on his stomach. That's what he'd be. He'd be a, <laughs> a new Care Bear. Why brown? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You just give me brown energy, I guess. We're actually, yeah. Kaylin, Kaylin and I are going to get tattoos tomorrow. Do you guys want to see what they look like? Shut yes. up. Yeah, matching tattoos, boyfriend, girlfriend tattoos, which I, I'm sure you guys remember the story, but we were supposed to get matching tattoos uh, when we first started dating and she bailed out at the last second. But this is what we're going to get uh, tomorrow. Oh, it's, my it's, God. Isn't that cute? It's a little out for the listeners that can't see. It's an outline of Pappy's face and his little tongue sticking out oh of his mouth. Oh, my God. I always I was just about to say I feel like matching tattoos is the kiss of death for a relationship. Yeah. But getting an outline of Pappy, that's that's acceptable. And and to for the record, uh, she's just going to get the ears and I'm going to get the bottom half of his face. So while it is it is matching to a, a large degree, it's not entirely the same. Where are you guys getting them? Oh, I'm going to get mine on my leg and she's going to get hers on her arm. And it's funny, too, because we're like looking into fostering another senior dog again. And, and uh, you know, the more senior dogs you foster, the more um, dog deaths, I guess, you're going to have to deal with. And so I made a joke the other day that was like in 20 years, you're going to have a full sleeve of just like dead dogs on your arm. Um, and we, we made a promise to each other that this is, is the one and only dog tattoo, dog related tattoo that we're going to get for ourselves because... We don't want to have to have, you know, 20 tattoos of uh, dog head outlines all over our bodies. As cool as that would be. But um, that's where Dean we're at just right knows now. what, you know, how to say the right thing, huh? And make people feel better. Hey, Kalen, just think in 20 years, you're going to have a whole arm of <laughs> dead dogs up there. That should make you feel better. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I guess when you put it into that perspective, it doesn't sound uh, very good. But we have been looking pretty extensively at like new dogs that we want to foster and they're all older and we found this incredible dog who like just got hit by a car and she's like in recovery and we want her so bad but she's like eight years old um and then there's this other like every dog that we're interested in we've we've like made a point of this we want to find like a like a for lack of a better word like a broken dog so we've got one with like a heart issue that we really want we've got one with a broken leg that we really want we got one that's like blind that we really want um and so you know with those things comes a lot of uh, uh possibility for for death so um, I guess, mark my words, we're not going to have any more. Pappy is like the one true love of our lives. He's like the first yeah. and then everything else, everyone else is going to be great. But you always love your first the most. So that's why we're getting the Pappy tattoo. And I think we justified it that way, too. I think the Pappy tattoo, it'd be cool if she's getting the ears and you're getting the bottom half. If it was like you guys could like put mm. them together and it forms right. Pappy's face. That's why I was asking where you were getting him. Right. Like uh, Captain Planet with our powers combined. <clears throat> we create. The loving memory of Peppy. No, I, I'm I'm doing the uh, the ears as well, just with, in addition to the bottom. It's going to be right at my sock line, and so when I'm wearing socks, his little ears are going to be poking up above the socks, and then you pull the Aww. socks down. Boom! Cute little dog right there. <laughs> a little um, Peppy. The little Peppy. But enough about me. Enough about my my uh, my sob story of tattoos. Um, we don't have any guests this week for you guys, which is unfortunate. I guess Jared. I kind of counts as a guest. We, we'll consider Jared a guest. So we do have yeah, a guest. Jared Hibben, everyone. Week. No coffee shop. Proud owner of new coffee shop Audrey's in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. But uh, South Kingston, Rhode Island. South Kingston, Rhode Island. Is that where that where was that beach that you took us to where Cupcake got a concussion? Uh, that was Second Beach. That's in Newport. So that's like 15 minutes away. How far is Audrey's from your house? 
Uh, the one that we're currently in, about 25 minutes. And what so, about the... Did you guys just buy a house? We did. Dude, we close uh, today. We go oh, to wow. sign in like two hours. What? Wait, that was... That's funny. Okay, so I remember you talking about looking at a house, but you're actually closing on it finally. No, we're closing. We're signing. Everything's coming together. We started a business, bought a house. My wife's pregnant. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> you're that's about it. That's yeah. about you know, it. It's, it's very similar to my brother's story. He got married in July... Uh, they conceived their child on the wedding night and then they bought a house at the end of the month. So they got married, conceived a baby and bought a house. So it's, that's, that's wow. what 2021 is all about, I guess. I know. I was talking to a customer earlier today and he's like, Did, what? You okay? No, I'm kidding. We're not going to make it through this. Ashley said we're not going to make it through this. That's how my day's going. My wife telling me we're not going to make it through it. <laughs> I don't mean marriage wise, but- Survival for oh, everything we have going on right now. Do you want to talk about it for a second? Come here. Come here. Yeah, come on. Come here, little one. You guys I love want to how see we, my pregnant body? Look I love how we can hear Ashley, but I'm always curious if the listeners can hear Ashley through the microphone. Come on. Pop in. Say we, hello to the people. clean it up. We do. Yeah. Yeah, Easton knows what he's doing. He's been here before. Hello. Say hello to the people. Suck Army. We haven't called them in Suck Army in so long. Suck. 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 Everybody. I'm really comfortable with these guys as I'm wearing my bra. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Jared doesn't care either. We're sorry to hear about the I Don't Get It podcast. For the listeners out there, go listen to I Don't Get It and Almost Famous podcast. Two of the... Two of the top three podcasts out there in the oh, podcast thank you. sphere. Little, thanks, thanks. little background on that, Ash. While, while trying to fix the SD card for this podcast, Ashley accidentally deleted her other one. Yeah. <laughs> we have Zoom audio. Hey, Ash, congratulations on the house. Are you excited? I am excited, but you know, I can't be too excited because I don't know how Jared's going to help me move. What do you mean? Because well, doesn't, doesn't that make me sound like the biggest asshole? <laughs> no, it's not. It's just like I'm. Everybody's like, "Are you excited for the house?" I'm like, "Well, I I don't know how I'm gonna get everything over there because then my eight month pregnant self is gonna have to pack this place up and then bring." I'm it. putting bacon on the table. Okay. <laughs> I still put bacon on the table simultaneously. I know. I'm yeah. tired. I know you're tired. We're both tired. Not, well, you guys are obviously going to hire movers. There's no question about that. But you're talking well, about yeah, like the actual Yeah, we're going to hire movers. But it's you know it's the packing. That's the worst part. Yeah. Is the packing the place up and then unpacking the other place up. I just feel like we're going to be living in an actual trash bin until like April. I think this is yeah. a good time to ask if there's anybody listening to this podcast who's, who's like, ever bought a house, started a business, and had a baby at the same time. Well, I was going to say, or just wanted to come pack for us. Please reach out, email me, DM me. It'll I'm be a sure good time. you get a- I'm sure you get a nice laundry list of people doing that. Um, can you guys describe coffee? the house to us? Like, what is the house like? You describe. I describe. You know, it's got windows and doors. Oh, okay. and oh nice. This is why I wanted a- Ashley to describe it. I All feel right. Like she'll okay, do okay. It. okay. So everybody, like, it's so interesting how people are so invested in real estate. Because on Instagram, like, besides baby stuff, like, people want to know, like, what we decided on for a house. And I mm. haven't even said anything yet because, like, I didn't want to say anything until it was, like, actually purchased. Um, so, um, it's not like our forever house, or at least we don't imagine it to be. We were in like a really weird sticky situation where we found a lot in the ideal spot that we wanted, but like, it's too early to buy it, which is so weird. And we also knew that like, we're not in the right place of life to like design a house and build our own. And we also shouldn't, 
be spending money on rent anymore and we needed a little more space than the apartment gives us when the baby comes so we found this this place is a three bedroom house it's uh, a new construction so it was just completed we were we didn't design it but we were able to put our own finishing touches like we were able to pick courts we were able to pick the floor color we were able to pick out some light fixtures and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which is kind of like Mm -hmm. the perfect compromise right now and uh, yeah, the the only downside is this: we live in it. We're going to be living in an area that doesn't have food delivery. Apparently, there's oh. not even a pizza place that will deliver. Wow! What? Wait, no, no way. Yeah, my facial is lives there, and she said you don't even get pizza delivery. That's ridiculous. What is this? What about 1974? Like of course. No, no Postmates or Uber Eats I knew or there's anything no Postmates like that. Or Uber, but you're telling me if we call a local pizza like, parlor, that apparently, and there we're isn't. five minutes away, they're not going to. I'm gonna... scared. I don't know. She says that there isn't any. This she is does... what you're scared of. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid fear. This is embarrassing to. Okay, but you seem to be a little scared of that too. Well, I think it's ridiculous to think that there's a pizza won't deliver to us. I don't know. She where, she lives. Where like, do we I live? Think she lives like ten minutes beyond in the the boonies. Beyond, yeah, what is this, like Bed Bath and Way Beyond. <laughs> That's where she lives in the Way Beyond. <laughs> no pizza delivery there. But we really like the house. I'm excited for it to be done. We have to still finish the basement. We don't finish the basement. The Jared doesn't have an area for an office or a man cave, and that is a critical component to the places that we've lived in since we've mm, been well, together. I, I'd say it's a critical component to my happiness, but I. <laughs> digress. Well, that's yeah. That all sounds nice and lovely. It's just a bummer that no one's ever going to be able to come visit you guys because um, pizza place as well. If food delivery is not going to make it out there, I don't know how the heck we're even going to find the place yeah. on a map. It's legit. <laughs> seven minutes off i-95 so it's really not yeah. that boony it's okay. just it happens to be far from any restaurant i'll keep you up to date on this whole food delivery thing there is no way that there's nobody that delivers <laughs> also I we're love that five minutes from a highway yeah. is it uh, is so it's a new know. construction home is it a model home or is like did someone design it? i don't like how did how's it new construction <laughs> but you guys didn't design it how does that no work? well no they were building it and they were yeah, gonna yeah. just sell it they were gonna build and sell but then Ah. when we when we saw it they still had a couple months left of construction to do so they were like at this time you can choose what you want yeah we can do little little things that's an ideal situation i think i think so except for we made a crucial error with shutters if you guys really want to get into details we don't want to get into shutters no i wouldn't i want to hear about shutters shutters (laughs) is a very east coast thing we don't have shutters in our house but tell me about it okay she wanted she wanted them powder blue we were convinced it looked good. The builder was like, I don't think this color is going to look good. And we were like, listen, bro, and I was it's like, our house. I we're going to do it. You work for us. We put up the blue shutters and we were like, you're right. We're dumb. <laughs> Take the shutters down, please, for the love of God. He didn't even, Jared didn't even see them in real life. They looked like porta potties on mm. the sides of the windows. <laughs> Hell yeah. So bad. Okay. Just great curb appeal right there. Are the shutters still blue or are they No, we're going to paint them black, but we don't, they're not an emergency situation. They can go up whenever now. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear about the shutters, but congratulations on the house, Ash. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Man, I, I feel like I don't have a husband anymore, though. The, this him, him right here in this room, is the first time he's been in this house during daylight in, in like 10 three days. weeks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, while we got here, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Isn't, isn't Jared's... um? work to the bone like his work ethic do you find that like really attractive yeah it's definitely attractive but i definitely miss him except for like listen 
I don't get very much quality time. I can make I fun missed. of him now. I no no I miss him. I said that. I know I missed. Oh, you're very very missed. No, but the lowest. But I have to tell you guys. So so he comes home and he's so tired that like he can't talk. Like he just does not respond to me. So I'll be talking and I'll be like, I need to say, Jared. And he needs to say yes in order for me to start talking because, like, I need to know I have his attention. And the other day, I was, like, I knew he just wasn't listening to much I was saying. And I go, I think I just kind of miss it when you listen to me. And then there's a 20-second pause, (laughs) dead serious. He goes, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It was, she started hysterically laughing, and I was like, what the f*** did I miss? And then she was told me the story, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's pretty accurate." Because when I get home, oh, I mean, after like whacked out, oh, he gets I'm, zombie mode. Because I wake up at like six or six thirty, and then I don't get home. I mean, some nights I don't get home till like ten or eleven. There was nights last week you didn't get back till one. Yeah, well, that was Friday, Saturday. That was. Ooh. I hope that never happens again. Well, not that that I. I hope I don't have to get home at one and then be up by like five thirty again because that was a. That was a rough one. Um, anywho, okay. what were we talking about? Well, actually, thanks for putting up with Jared. We appreciate it. Jared, thanks for uh, working <laughs> yeah. yourself to the bone. You know, it's good. It's a good quality of a leader that you're willing to put that much time into your own business because if you're not willing to do it, why would you expect anyone else willing to do it? Oh, dude, like even like I'm away from it. I, I left there an hour and a half ago and I'm just constantly texting my managers there and be like, is everything okay? Is, is things going well? Because I... It's just tough, you know, for opening a brand new business. Like, you know, I know everything. I know how I want it to operate. I like any, I have all the answers. And it's just like, so it's like, I need to be there. Plus, we're just so busy that like we need all, all hands on deck. Anywho, we don't have to talk about this anymore. It's we funny to think, it's funny to think to that about. your life has basically transformed into one big meet and greet. Yeah, I didn't think about that before starting this. <laughs> like, how many pictures do you think you've taken since Audrey's has opened? I mean, a lot. Yeah, I mean, a lot, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It did. Actually, I was thinking about that the other day. It did feel like a meet and greet. And I was like, wow, I we used to do this for like two hours and be exhausted afterwards. And now I'm doing it for 12 Every hours. <laughs> yeah. Every day for the rest of my life. While also sweeping the floors. Yeah. And scrubbing the toilets. <laughs> I will say I've seen online a bunch of fans posting pictures of, that have visited Audrey's and I got a picture with you and you've always got the biggest smile on your face. You look so excited. I, like I'm waiting for one where you're just like, like yeah. so over, but no, uh. you, you give everyone a hundred percent, Jared. And that's something we love about you. Oh, well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Honestly, I'm very happy to take pictures with anybody because if they come to Audrey's and spending money, like they're, they're, helping my business you know i'll be so happy to take a picture of someone but yeah it's good it's good anyway do we should we take a break what are we doing dean you're uh, my brain is scrambled take control here i know i keep trying to get us to go to break and then i like think of something to ask or then we get on like a cool little tangent i'm like we got to stick with this for a little bit longer but we have gone way past our typical segment time so we're going to take one quick break and we're going to jump back into it with some hot topics so stay tuned At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. 
Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back. We got Jared's favorite segment coming up here. I don't know why it's Jared's favorite segment, but he just, he, his mouth just salivates at the thought of hot topics. Hot topics. Hot. Because it reminds topics. me of hot pockets. Hot <laughs> pockets. Oh, that's why this, it's like, uh, what's that? You guys ever know that, um, uh, there was that like lab test where every time you ring a bell, you feed a mouse like a little cookie or something like that. And then every, and then eventually you ring the bell and you don't feed the mouse the cookie. But then he starts like salivating for the cookie. Pavlov's dog. It was a dog. Pavlov, that, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Pavlov's dog. So that's exactly what Hot Pockets have done to Jared. Pavlov's dog. Every time you hear Hot Topics, you think you're going to get a delicious uh, 
meat pocket with cheese and sauce. But in reality, no, we're just going to be talking about Kim Kardashian and Machine Gun Kelly or something like that. What are we what are we talking about today, Jared? Well, I wanted so we have a couple of hot topics. The first one I want to talk about, which is the online dating beauty filter trap. Uh, this is an article from NBC News. Dating coach Eric Resnick recently had a client send him photos she wanted to use for her dating app profile. The pictures were labeled Face App 1, Face App 2, and Face App 3, revealing the client treated them with a photo editing app that lets you smooth out your wrinkles, fill in your hairline, or chisel your cheekbones. Full disclosure, I have done this. That is not a part of the article. I have literally done this. When I save photos and it says Face App or Face Tune, I obviously changed to like photo one, normal photo one. What does it change? Dude, you never use like Facetune? No, I've never used it. And I've, I've oh, Dean just it. has the perfect face. No, never uses no. Facetune. <laughs> I can't, I can't use it because of how critical I am of other people using it, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. I've maybe smoothed out some wrinkles once or twice in my life. You know what I mean? Whitened okay. the old teeth. Sure. Anywho, beauty filters. <laughs> are a scourge of online dating, Resnick said. They are also very popular. Everyone uses them. Women, men, 20-somethings who don't remember a world without Instagram and 50-year-olds who prefer to hide signs of aging. On a practical level, that reasoning makes sense. A visible filtered face or retouched body can turn potential matches off. Looking different than your photo is not the best way to start an in-person date. But it's also hard to fault people for trying to conform to today's pervasive social media-driven beauty standards, especially on apps that treat us like merchandise in an online catalog. In our increasingly visual culture, there are powerful impulses, both societal and technological. But that push... So these impulses push people into digital self-enhancement. Research is still unclear on the impact of beauty filters on our mental health, but it's undeniable that in a world where we are constantly staring at ourselves, whether via selfies, FaceTime, or Zoom, it's easy to feel inadequate. When you turn off a filter and look at yourself in the mirror and appear and appear nothing like that enhanced image, there is a huge dislocation between the real self and the imagined self. This sounds like Mm. the Matrix. As the gap between them widens, the potential for anxiety and dissatisfaction and unhappiness grows. It's why people keep asking plastic surgeons to sculpt their faces to to resemble filtered versions of themselves. Filters have the power to influence how you think Uh, how you think of and present yourself on their own. But the design of many dating apps encourages us to make those idolized versions of ourselves public. So, Dean, as a guy, as a dude, as a male, is it obvious when someone edits a picture that is posted on social media? Can you tell? First and foremost, Jared, I just want to take a second and congratulate you on reading that that, that long paragraph because that was a lot of work. You did a great job. Uh, Only a couple stutters. Um, well, as I kind of mentioned before you got into it, I hate those apps. I hate, I hate that that's like a thing that people do. Um, I, I like, I see the appeal of it, but I think it's pretty obvious when you see someone like editing their photos. And I remember even back to like when I was single and you would like creep on someone's Instagram and you'd be like, wow, this girl's really pretty. And then maybe you see like a video that they posted and you're like, wait, well, the video doesn't really line up with the photos that I saw because obviously videos are like harder to edit. So... I just I hate the whole I hate the whole idea of it. I hate the prospect of it. Kaylin um doesn't do it anymore, but I think she would like edit her photos a little bit at the beginning of our relationship and I was like, Why are you doing that? Like you're so beautiful as it is, you don't need to do that. 
And then she would go as far as like showing me other girls' photos of like the edits that they've made where they like stretch the legs and make the legs look longer and like how obvious it looks like once you really start paying attention to it. I just think it's um I think it's really bad. Make your legs look longer. Dude, girls go to some crazy extreme lengths to like make themselves feel more like the, like they should. I don't know, like it's so weird like you are who you are. Why would you want your legs to be stretched out a little bit longer or why would you want to add a different like I guess like adding a different hairstyle is fine because like that's just fun. You're just messing around, but like you're making your legs longer. You're giving yourself abs. I will say I took a shirtless photo once and I thought about trying to figure out how to add abs to it. I couldn't figure it out, so I just gave up on it. But um, <laughs> the teeth whitening thing, I guess I kind of get as well. It just it just creates an unrealistic like expectation. An, yeah, not for like a teeth whitening ad, but just like in general pictures, like when I'm standing to Ashley and her teeth are like my teeth are fine, but like her teeth are much whiter, so it makes my teeth look more yellow <laughs> when I'm standing next to her. And I'm like, mm. oh god, I gotta fix this up a little bit because I look disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird, man. I mean. It's not a good thing. I don't think. I think it's headed in the wrong direction. Like it can't be good on our mental health. Uh, you, you, I don't know. I don't know where it goes. Because if I was the, the good thing about us is that I think we started really getting introduced to this later in life. Not yeah. later in life, but if we right. were, dude, if we were like twelve or thirteen when we first started getting introduced to filters and apps and being able to change the way our face looks mm -hmm. and you know you go to school and you get made fun of because kids are mean and they make fun mm -hmm. of like something that you're insecure about and so you want to change yourself and you can't change it in person because that's just who you are so you just change it on social media it's crazy yeah. it's not I think good. you 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 nailed it on the head too I, I think what you're trying to say is like we had the luxury of having our uh, frontal lobes be fully developed when all this stuff came out. So we like understand it might take a toll on our psyche, but it's not going to really transform who we are as people versus like a, a young teen is going to, yeah, uh, let it, I, I don't know, like they're going to be affected by it a lot more heavily than we were. Um, it's kind of funny when I think about it. It's like, it, it reminds me of uh, before these apps and all those things, you would see a lot of people that were like, they would post photos of themselves online for like a dating app or something from like 10 years ago or you know like they'll just post photo younger photos of themselves it's like a it's like a form of catfishing but not entirely because you're not facading to be someone else facade i don't even know if that's the proper way to say it but um it just it just in a way it's like lying i guess which is a bad thing i don't know like i don't want to be too critical of it because i know a lot of people do it and i don't i don't want to like say don't do it it's really horrible and if you do it you're a really bad person i just i don't know i just i'm not a fan of it I think you just, when you see pictures on, on social media, you just have to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. Like a sunset, even like not even a person's picture, but sunset pictures or like, dude, all right, I'm not going to put this person on blast, but Ashley is going to know exactly who I'm talking about. There is a social media presence person, not bachelor or anything like that. Uh -huh. And they're not like a model or I guess they're an influencer. I don't know. But like a lot of their pictures are scenic or um like you know staged mm. but dude they're all th there's no way ashley and i talk about it all the time this one particular person there's no way these photos are real there is no way these photos are real ashley's laughing because she knows exactly <laughs> who i'm talking about so it's not even with your face or your body but just like even when you see a picture of mm -hmm. what looks like a mystical land yeah. and they're like oh where we're going this weekend and it's like yeah. no you're not that's yeah. not real 
you're going to a much grayer version of that. <laughs> um, yeah, they like bump the saturation so much on it or something yeah. like that. Well, I, it's funny because Kaylin and I talk about that a lot too because obviously we're, you know, we enjoy photography and so I follow a lot of like photography accounts and she'll like see me scrolling on Instagram every once in a while and she'll be like, oh my gosh, where is that place? And being friend, like I'm pretty close friends with a lot of like big photography influencers, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are great. And uh, well, I, let me take that back. They're all great. But a lot of them, like you said, they try to posture and pretend that this like this photo that they took is real life when in reality it's like a composite Im- image of like eight different things and there's like a bunch of stuff edited out over here and a bunch of like stuff happening over here that isn't real like birds added in the sky has been changed in photoshop <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it's insane like i would say like eight out of ten photos you see on instagram taken by like a photographer of a landscape is going to be doctored pretty heavily and it just it does, it sets like an unrealistic expectation for visiting those places or like what you're supposed to be seeing when you walk out your front door. Like, you're right. I agree. It, it applies to more than just like selfies and photos of yourself. It applies to all of those photos. And I think that that's just like the digital age that we're living in. And I don't really see it changing. I think it's going to just kind of continue to snowball down that path even further. Dude, it's going to get worse. We're going to we're going to be living in VR in no time. It's going to be Ready Player One. Um, it's your favorite book. How do you know that? Because you told me that and you gave it to me to read one time and I think I still have it and I didn't finish it because it's a thick ass book. Have you started it? I started it. But no, it I'll tell you what, ago. you're lying to me right now because if you started it, Jared, you would never put it down until it was finished. Well, I already <laughs> saw the movie. Yeah, but the movie does not do it justice. I had the the unfortunate luxury of reading the book and then immediately seeing the movie right afterwards. Like I didn't have any time Oof. between the two. And I, it's funny because Wells read the book and really enjoyed it like years ago and then saw the movie. And he's like, yeah, the movie's really good. But the movie and the book were so uh, different that I hated the movie because it didn't do the book any justice. So read the book. You're going to love it. I promise you. All right. That's our minute on Ready Player One. Uh, <laughs> let's do next hot topic before we get into emails. Should we do do you want to do relationship goals or do you want to talk uh, the uh, do the article about the boyfriend and this person taking a break every two months. Let's do that one. That's pretty interesting. My boyfriend and I have been together for over three years. Every two months. Two months. That's a not a long time. Yeah. Uh, we take a break where we each focus on our individual interests and needs. It took us a year to realize that what we needed to make our relationship work was a break. Did the two of you break up? My friend Emily asked. We're at a barbecue event and Sam, the life of the party, and my boyfriend of three years is evidently missing. It's just a one-week relationship break, I responded while sipping my mimosa. Very detailed story. We're still together, she said. While a lot of people don't understand our relationship breaks, for my boyfriend and I, they are the only way we can fulfill our desires as individuals with clashing personalities. Sam uses the breaks to catch up with his friends and family while I use them for me time. Even though some people have frowned upon this arrangement, seeing it, as cumbersome makeup and breakup routine, we couldn't be happier because we come back to the relationship with our needs fulfilled. Now, whenever either of us notices the other needs some time off from the relationship, we simply ask, how long? That's intense. So my question is, they definitely don't like see other people, right? It's just like they just do, like they go to the movies by themselves. I don't know. I don't think that's definite at all. I think uh, I think it's almost implied that they do see other people because, like, I'll go on a trip for a week every couple months by myself. I don't consider that us taking a break. You know, yeah. Maybe the maybe the break applies to like, oh, we're gonna like 
cease all contact with each other. Like, don't talk to me for a week or something like that. I I take it as they're like hooking up, or maybe not hooking up, but like going to bars and like flirting with other people, as you shouldn't do as a a, a taken person. So I don't know. I don't love it, but I'm not here to knock it because I've never tried it, and whatever works for them seems to be working for them. So. I will say distance does make the heart grow fonder. Whenever I don't see Ashley for quite a little while, it is really nice. Kind of reinvigorates the relationship a little bit. Or if we don't see each other for a few days or a week, seeing them gives, you know, some sort of dopamine that I don't get when, you know, she's farting next to me on the couch. But I don't know. That's tough. Because when you commit to someone, it's, 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 it's exactly that. It's a commitment. I think it would be difficult for me, especially every two months. Holy crap. So my question is, how long are these breaks? Are they a week? Are they a month? Are they just days? And I know that one, she said it's just a one week relationship break. But then she said at the end, whenever they notice one of them needs time off, they go, how long? What if this dude's like, ah, six months? Catch me in 10 years. Yeah. Have you and Ashley ever taken a break? No, no, we haven't taken a break. Ash, you want to take a break? She said no. She turned it down. Oh man! Well, you, you at least you shot your shot. I'm like, um, uh, what's his face from Hall Pass? Uh, right. Owen Wilson. <laughs> no, the other guy, and he like wants a Hall Pass so badly, and he's just trying to get one. <laughs> oh, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever been in a relationship where you guys have taken breaks? Whether it's been like you guys deciding together, or like something happened, you're like, okay, we're gonna take a break and. Then you end up linking up again at some point. Yeah, I've been in a relationship where we've taken a break and it it never ends well. I feel like any of my friends who have like been in relationships that take breaks, they end up breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I've been in relationships or I've been in a relationship where, well, actually probably quite a few relationships where you break <laughs> up and then, uh, you know, you spend some time apart and then you kind of start to miss the other person. So you text them, you call them, you hang out, you go to a bar, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Did you just yada, yada sex? Uh, yeah, I just did yada, yada sex, by the way. Um, and you get back together and then you're together for a little bit and you're like, why? Why do we do this? This doesn't really uh, make any sense. So I think if you have to take a break. And, and this is just my personal experience. If you have to take a break from your partner, it probably means that's not the person you're supposed to be with for the rest of your life. Because like there are times where I get like, uh, like worn down, I guess, for lack of a better word, where I just like want to be alone for a little bit. Oh, but I would never, I would never, go to, I would never go to Kaylin and be like, Hey Kaylin, let's take like a break for a couple of weeks. Like you're fine with that. Right. I, I would never do that. A, cause it would break her heart and B, I would, um, start to question the relationship. Uh, altogether as well but like i said it's not my place to say anything uh, on anyone else's relationship so i 100 percent hear you when it's time like like ashley and i were talking about it earlier in the podcast when i come home after a long day and i just want to veg and zone out and just like be on my phone and not think of anything for an hour and she's like and i'm like oh my god i love you so much but please and then you know so it's like i don't need a break but maybe in that moment i could you know use a bathroom break I'm in the bathroom for like three hours, just sitting on the toilet <laughs> by myself. It's my only alone time. That's I'm, I, that's I, why I know boy she goes for so long. Oh, 100. percent She's like, you do do that. I'm like, yeah, no, tell me about it. I just, it's my, it, it's I'm I'm so Al Bundy now. Oh God, I've become a dad. I'm a dad now. I go to the bathroom for two hours just to get some alone time. You say you're so Al Bundy. Yeah, married with children. Never seen that show. N- never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, so good. 
it is funny that so many men are like that um i always thought it was just me but then i watched like some tiktok videos and they're like always talking about how guys go to the bathroom for like 30 minutes every single time yeah it's just uh, it's, it's good just times. nice you just sit in there by yourself it's quite disgusting when you think about it scrolling down your phone hanging out not having to talk to anyone yeah now i'm a big tiktok guy in the toilet big tiktok, TikTok and guy. toilet the three t's <laughs> tiktok toilet um that's one of the reasons I think Kaylin and my relationship works out so well is because she's pretty good at reading when I like need some quiet time or something like that. And so she always uh, not she doesn't like give me the space, but she will uh, just like sit there in silence with me or whatever. And we'll just like watch a TV show and uh, it works out pretty well. But uh, I like I said, if it works for you, it works for you. Don't listen to anything we have to say about anyone else's relationship because we're idiots and we don't know anything about anyone else's relationship. That's the smartest thing you've said all day. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'll uh, I'll carry that energy with me into our next email segment. But we are going to take one quick break. Uh, so stick around through that and we'll get to the emails real quick. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy, and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him, and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. 
Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Emails, Dean's favorite part of the podcast. I'll do the first one. The first one's from Arden. Whoa, which, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump uh, the brakes, kiddo. Why would you do the first one when we've got the illustrious Easton Allen? in studio with us today oh his camera's off there he is there he is i don't know sometimes easton just walks out on us he doesn't even say bye he does the irish goodbye it's very rude jared you've been you've been working a lot you've been reading a lot i just want to make sure that you're getting uh as easy as you can here yeah jared I'm, I'm a trained broadcaster so let, let me just do my job here uh here we go this first one is from arden Jared spoiled it, but uh, anyway, I've been dating this guy for a few months and things were going really well until the topic of past sexual partners came up. We're both in our early 20s and I dated around before I met him. When I told him my body number, he seemed disappointed. He said that it changes things and he needs time to process everything. Since this conversation, he's taken a step back and he refuses to talk about it, even though it's clearly bothering him. What should I do? I genuinely like this guy, but his reaction seems unfair. I don't think my number is something I should be ashamed of. Do most guys care this much about their partner's number? He's also slept with more people than me, so why is the double standard? What? This dude sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, this guy blows. Um, He does blow, but I will say when I was younger, I used to have a similar ideology to him. Uh, it, it, it just, I don't know, maybe stings the ego a little bit. But his number's higher than hers. <laughs> I yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, that's why. Like, listen, now I feel differently. I agree with both of you guys. This guy sounds like a loser. Anyone that gets upset about that kind of stuff is out of their mind. But I will say, when I was younger, like in my early twenties and late teens, I would say I was probably in the same vein of thinking those same things, much to my own chagrin. Like, I don't like that I thought those things, but I'm just saying I felt those things at one point as well. I can understand if this guy was a virgin and it was very important to him or maybe he only slept with one person and sex was extremely, you know, uh, you know, he really, really chose very carefully who he had sex with. But if his number is higher than hers, what is this? This is a double standard, bro. Chill out. Like she had a life before you. You had a life before her. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't know what it is about guys. Um, well, what is there's like a lot of of those like not puns, but like idioms about men and women when it comes to sex. Like whenever a guy tells you his number, you always have to divide it by two. Whenever a girl tells you a number, you always have to multiply it 
by two or something like that. I don't remember what it is. There's always I'm a stigma by mine by five. You know, sometimes there's always the stigma yeah. that guys should be having more sex than girls. And if a girl has more sex than a guy, then she's a slut. But if a guy has a lot of sex, then he's not like he's just living his life as a guy. I like I said, it's all ridiculous. Um, and I think that a lot of like younger people carry those idioms with them on a regular basis. But like, yeah, as you get older, you start to realize that that's definitely not um, how it's supposed to be. Like, I don't know. When I was a young man, uh, I was dating this girl and I found out not from her, but from someone else that she had had a threesome with two guys before. And that didn't, it didn't like gross me out or anything. If anything, I just felt, I felt intimidated because I was like, she's so much more sexually advanced than me. Like I Mm. I can get, I barely got one person to agree to have sex with me. So uh, I was intimidated (laughs) by that. Um, and I felt really weird about it, but then I watched this movie called Chasing Amy where like Ben Affleck goes through the same thing. And, uh, I, I may have made me realize like, I like this person for who they are right now. And like whatever happened before just made Mm -hmm. them the person they are that I like. And, uh, if anything, it just tells me that this person likes sex and that's exciting to me. Uh, and I got over it and it didn't bother me after I like, after I watched that movie and had that realization. Uh, and then she cheated on me. So, you know, things... (laughs) You know, things go the way they go. But, with um, another threesome. Yeah, right. With four guys this time. Uh, mm. No, but um, I don't know. It just, it, it, I always think that was like so nuts. And like, there's some guys who are like, they'll get all bent out of shape if like, oh, she's been with more than one person before. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, who do you think you are? You know, like, I, I don't know. I just, I hate when guys get like hung up on that kind of thing. It's so stupid. I agree. Especially when, uh, when all of that happened before you had even met each other or like started dating each other, like that even compounds how ridiculous it is too, because it's like the number should never matter before the number, like, in, like I don't care how many people Kaylin slept with before we got together. I only care how many people she slept with after we've gotten together. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like that's the only number that really matters to me. Yeah, as long, buddy. <laughs> that's right. As long as that number stays one, that's all I really care about. And I think that's like the, uh, that's what I learned later in life too, is that's just kind of something that you need to be comfortable with regardless. And I can guarantee you my number is more than Kaylin's. Um, I can guarantee you that maybe it doesn't, it's not the best thing in the world, but she's not going to be like totally pissed off about it. So that's great. Um, yeah, no judgment zone here, but I will say if Arden's number, when talking to her boyfriend, she's like, oh yeah, I've slept with about seven, 800. Then you're like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Wait right. a minute. Let's pump the brakes. Let's figure this out a little bit. <laughs> if you're doing Chamberlain numbers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chamberlain numbers. But if your number's higher than hers, I remember. So when I, before I, you know, uh, did the deed, mm. with, you know, my first girlfriend, the first time anything for me, I remember I was extremely jealous because she had slept with one other person and I was so jealous of that guy because it was different though because like now she's my girlfriend and like I hadn't you know what I mean there's like Mm -hmm. I get that maybe I get it because I'm I was a victim of it not a victim but you know what I mean anywho (laughs) but this is ridiculous I'm I'm calling it out right now ridiculous that's it that's my final thought okay let's get into the next email here This is from Anonymous. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost two years. And for context, he's 10 years older than me and has a lot more experience with dating and intimacy. Uh, It's never, it never really used to bother me because it never really came up until recently when he mentioned he would like it when we were apart, when I would send him pictures or it was just more sexual in conversations. I don't know why, but I always feel like I look so awkward when I try to take pictures. And when I try to talk in any sort of way, 
I literally cannot finish this sentence without laughing at how ridiculous it all sounds. I assume she means sexually talking. Uh, then fast forward to this week. He's telling me about all these things his friend receives from other girls and how wild it all is. I don't think he's mean to pressure me about it, but now I just feel really insecure. Am I the only one not doing these things? Is he going to end up finding someone else who will? How do you guys feel about it? Would you be fine if your partner was uncomfortable with it and didn't do this? Or do you feel like they should work on it because it would make you happier? So just to be clear, we're talking about like sexting, right? I, I think so. <laughs> okay. That's kind of what I gathered. From yeah. That. Um, what do you, well, I'll start. I, I personally am uh, anti-sext. I, I'm not about it. I don't like it. I've never done it in my life. I've never sent pics. I've never asked for pics. I've never asked for anyone to talk dirty to me. It just doesn't suit my fancy. Um, fortunately for, for me, uh, Kaylin is in the same boat. So there's never any weird disconnect between us when we're, you know, spending a lot of time away. No one's ever going to ask the other person to talk dirty to them, which is uh, a very nice thing for our relationship. Um, do you guys have any experience with talking dirty to your significant others? I think <laughs> that this is going to sound weird. It's kind of cute that he's yeah. acting. He's asking for these pictures. I mean, they've been in a relationship for almost two years now. And I feel like intimacy. I want you to ask for See, my wife wants me to ask for pictures. Uh, but I think it's kind of cute that he's asking for all these sexting pictures and more flirting because usually, you know, the the intimacy dies down as the relationship goes on. It's not like I'm speaking from personal experience or anything, but I digress. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my he's, wife. She's sexy. She's beautiful. He's kidding. She's also he is speaking from personal experience. <laughs> That's not true. My love. My Jared, wife. Okay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, I think it's kind of cute that actually he wants to do this. It means I don't he thinks. I'll keep that in mind in June. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I I don't know I kind of I I would like if anonymous tried to work on it a little bit because um, you know intimacy is a part of a relationship and I don't see anything wrong with sexting like a buddy of mine actually he was talking about it this was like last year about how him and his his fiance now uh, keep like the spice alive because they'll send you know kind of raunchy pictures every once in a while to each other and they've been dating for like four or five years. I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I kind of find it uh, cute. Uh, yeah. Ethan, what yeah. about you? Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't want Anonymous to feel pressure to do something she doesn't want to do. Again, I'm assuming it's a woman here. But um, the other thing is that I think that he's being open about what he wants. Um in intimacy and, and, and sexually. And, uh, I think that's cool. And I think that like, if you're not into that kind of thing, it does feel very awkward and it feels uncomfortable. But I think that with some more communication, they can find like a middle ground. Like if he says like, Oh, I really like it when you, when you send me pictures like this, I really like it because you look so hot, but you know, something to give her, you know, compliment her, build up her confidence. Totally. And then it's like, you know, you don't need to be writing like full on erotica to send back, but like find some kind of middle ground for you guys, because I really think it could strengthen uh, your your intimacy. Um, and uh, I don't know, normally I, I when, when I hear like, oh, the guys are asking for pictures. I'm like, oh, man, what a scumbag. But like, I, I, I agree with Jared here. I think this guy's just um, he's just really into his partner. 
and uh, and this is what he's into. And uh, I appreciate that honesty. And so I think but, an honest just try, try to work on that and just talk to him about it more. But here's the thing with this relationship now is because if he's asking for pictures, let's say, and she feels uncomfortable sending the pictures, then she's going to be uncomfortable. If he asks for pictures and she says, no, I'm not going to send you pictures, then he's going to be disappointed in her not sending him pictures. So while I do think there might be a middle ground, I am, I'm um, tempted to say that this is a deal breaker because wow. one person is going to always be let down because one person is either doing something they don't want to do or the other person's not receiving something that they want to receive. And I could see that being a deal breaker. I just think it's a, it's a big component to a relationship. Like when you're not around each other, can you still make it feel like you're around each other? And if one person is requiring some, uh, you know, some naughty stuff and the other person doesn't want to give it, then I don't know. I just, uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to end super well for me, but that's just my opinion. I think, um, some people can make it work, but it sounds like one person will always be doing something or receiving something that they don't necessarily want to be doing or receiving. Yeah. I wonder if, um, this one's tough. Cause again, I agree with both of you. Don't be pressured into something you don't want to do or don't feel comfortable doing. I wonder, Anonymous, if you know what the good thing about pictures are? Well, not the good thing. I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> you know, you don't have to send them. So I wonder if maybe it's going to sound ridiculous, but like you could practice by yourself. See if there's like anything you like about it. I know that sounds ridiculous, but if if you're in a relationship with a boyfriend who likes to send flirty texts and you guys maybe aren't around each other all the time. So it's like you got to keep the intimacy up in different ways. I don't know. You know, like, for example, when Ashley is taking pictures, I have to take a picture of Ashley. I have like 47,000 in my camera roll because she wants me to take so many of different angles mm -hmm. and, oh, try this and do that. So maybe just once, you know, by yourself. I don't know. See what happens. Is that bad advice? Mm. Well, the silence speaks volumes. <laughs> don't do that, Anonymous. I'm an idiot. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I like that idea. The, the thing now that I'm thinking about, and if Anonymous hadn't considered this, I feel bad for implanting this seed, but a lot of people are uncomfortable sending pictures because like, you know, that now they're out in the ether, they're on a server somewhere. Like, I don't, maybe Anonymous works for the CIA or something and they don't want those pictures getting out. I, I understand that. Um, I, I think she mostly said like, oh, I, feel, I don't like the pictures I take or I feel weird doing it. But like, there's also a component of like, you know, what if he's like in line at the bank and then he opens up his phone and there's just like, <laughs> you know, anonymous, just spread eagle on his, on his desktop there. So, you know, I, I get it. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's, it's tough, but, but to address her other fear, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to go like start texting someone else. I don't think that's going to no. happen. I, I, you know, I wouldn't worry all, about that. All I know is if Kaylin ever asked me to send naughty pictures or talk dirty to her over text while I was away, um, the relationship probably would have hit a snag really early on because wow. I would have put my foot, I would have put my foot down and I would have said, I'm not doing this. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I'm not going to do something that I don't want to do. And, I, and don't get me wrong. It's cool and, and fun to venture outside of your comfort zone. Um, but there it's a hundred percent a deal breaker for me. So maybe that's why I feel so strongly about it because I personally would not put up with it. Um, and I wouldn't expect anyone else to want to put up with it too. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, that's my take. Um, maybe it's a little extreme. That's just how I feel. I don't like it and I never will like it as far as I'm concerned. And I hope I never like it because it's just not something, uh, that has any appeal to me, but 
I want you guys to let us know what you think about this stuff, maybe. So go ahead and email us at isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. Do not, I repeat, do not send us any naughty pictures. Do not send us any <laughs> naughty messages. Just send us what you think about this. Send us any uh, dating uh, uh, trials or tribulations you're going through. isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we say goodbye? Oh, I'm 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 good. <laughs> Are you gonna go take a nap after this, Jared? No, I gotta go back to work. Oh my wow. gosh! I know, so I gotta go. I gotta drive back down, but that's okay. That's okay. I love being there. I really do. So I'm just tired. But do you drink coffee all day when you're working? No, I usually have just two cups a day. I don't want to. Maybe I'll have a third today. You know, really spice things up a little bit. I get. I bet you by like six months in, you're going to be drinking like nine cups a day, oh, dude. I'm going to be my my hand shaking like, oh god, I'm already hitting the mic, like <laughs> coffee just spilling down my shirt. I'm okay, gonna, guys. I swear, I'm okay. This gonna, was my decision. This was my pick, choice. You're going to pick up smoking and just be smoking like three packs Shane a day. Smoking. Oh, totally. <laughs> Being a, a distant father, distant husband. Yeah. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. If you ever need anyone to step in and take over the reins of the shop, um, I can be there in six hours. Perfect. That's not so bad. <laughs> Um, all right well everyone thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode of help i suck at dating um we hope you guys had a great weekend we hope the broncos win today on uh, on sunday uh we're excited to 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 talk to you next week because maybe we're gonna suck just a little bit less follow help i suck at dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts it's time to celebrate black history month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules 
meals a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.